Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Ivy League, a look inside the ancient eight teams in the Ivy League and their upcoming games with all of the stats, trends, and analysis that you want to hear. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in the Ivy League. Oh, the season is just rolling on, and we have teams in the top 25. Yeah, that's right. A lot of, a lot of noise being made about Harvard and what they're doing this year. Absolutely huge win. We'll get into that. We'll get into the crazy win that Columbia had, as well as looking ahead at this week, every one of the games. I kind of, I've been nailing these games, right? I've been t- kind of telling you guys the right angle to go on a bunch of these games every single week. So we're going to do it again this week. Guys, go check me out at TomBartonSports.com. Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter if you want to get in touch with me or over on the X, right? That's what they call it now. Tom Barton Sports at uh, gmail.com if you want to get in touch with me. And I also have a YouTube channel. It's Tom Barton Sports as well. Uh, that kind of stuff is all non Ivy League stuff, but I want you to, I, I do talk about the Ivy Leagues on, on Twitter and X, and go check me out at TomBartonSports.com. All right, guys, let's get into it. Friday night, we had a game, Princeton-Columbia, and I, I sat back last week, and I told you guys, Princeton was kind of that team that you looked at, and you said, we're waiting for them to break out. I think a lot of people anticipated Princeton to be a good team this year. They certainly didn't anticipate them to lose to Bryant, and they certainly didn't anticipate the offensive struggles that they had against San Diego. And we kind of chalked that up to, okay, it's a long road game. Uh, they still put up 23 points, no problem. And then Bryant, it was, mm, I wonder what happened there. All right? I mean, Bryant's not a good team. I wonder what happened there. What was that? Well, they had Columbia coming in. Columbia actually looked good last game. They should have should have spanked them, right? I mean, uh, the, the Lions makers had Princeton by a pretty massive favorite. Princeton gets out alive. They win 10-7, but wow, was this close. You want to talk about defense, though. Look, it was a late drive that that put Princeton over the top. They needed a fourth-quarter late drive in this game. There was nothing at all being done. But you want to talk about defense, though. The Columbia Lions in this game had 71 yards passing. 71 yards passing. As a matter of fact, they had uh, only 179 total yards. The Princeton Tigers held the ball for 36 minutes in this game. So Princeton... For all the struggles that they're having scoring, and they certainly are having some scoring uh, problems, they are 2-1. and one. They get an Ivy League win at home. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't sexy. But it's a W, and that's all that matters. Yale takes on Morgan State in Yale, and uh, look, Grooms absolutely went nuts here. 363 yards and four touchdowns, 45-3. to three. They had their way with them. And, oh, by the way, Grooms also had 87 yards on the ground. Uh, just, just a tremendous effort for Yale. Where we did say last week, I know it's out of conference. I get it. They had to win this game. You couldn't go to 0-3. You had to win this game. They didn't win it. They absolutely stomped them. Brown looking uh, to continue their nice season. They beat Central Connecticut 42-20. to Wilcox continues his nice season of lighting up 386 and four touchdowns. If there's one concern for Central Connecticut in a game that they blew them out, one concern, they are giving up a lot of ground yards. So that's something to pay attention to moving forward from here on out. Dartmouth with a really nice road win against Penn. Both of these teams now go to 2-1. and one. That's a really nice road win. I said last week saying uh, 
you know, was the guy. He's 357, two touchdowns. Yeah, that was a nice one. Now, Penn tried to make an, a valiant comeback. In the second half, they held Dartmouth down. Dartmouth did not score in the second half, okay, um, until overtime. So they, they held them down. Uh, Penn needed 10 points in the fourth quarter to even get back into this game. You liked the fight that you saw from Penn. You liked what you saw from Penn late. But overall, you can't lose a home game in the Ivy Leagues to a team that I'm going to say you're supposed to be. And, and yeah, I guess you're supposed to win this game. Cornell was ru- moving right along. Cornell, I talked about, hey, maybe they're a player here. Cornell was a team that I said, uh, look, Jamison Wang, he's a dangerous guy. Maybe Cornell is somebody to take seriously. And then 0-4, Colgate comes in, puts up 35, puts up 21 points in the fourth quarter. Zach Osborne's three touchdowns, and they win 35-25. It's a disappointing effort by Cornell. There's, not, there's nothing more you could say about this. Just an overall disappointing effort from Cornell. And then we had the game of the week. And the game of the week was a non-Ivy clash against Ivy clash, but it was Harvard going on the road against Holy Cross. Same Holy Cross team that had been absolutely rolling. Same Holy Cross team that was now in the top 10 in the national polls. The same Holy Cross team with a guy that might be the best FCS quarterback out there in Sluka. And Sluka had a great game, 324 touchdowns. The same Holy Cross team that lost by three to Boston College. I mean, that was all it. But Harvard goes in there and outscores them 38 to 28. They made a lot. Oh, look, Harvard's defense is what we're usually talking about. They made Sluka make a lot of mistakes. He had three interceptions in this game. I, that, that's absolutely huge. So now, with that win, and it was a huge win for Harvard, Harvard moves to number 19 in the coaches' poll. They move to number 21 in the stats performance FCS poll. And here we go. All of a sudden, Harvard is a national player, right? And I talked about this. If you guys listened to me in the preseason preview, I said, I think Harvard's the team here. That People were not paying attention. Go to all the national publications. Nobody was talking about Harvard. And I got called out by a couple of you guys. And uh, you're just a crimson backer. Yes, I am. I am a crimson backer. But here we go. Uh, this is a huge, huge, huge win for Harvard. Um, they, they got out to a 7 nothing lead and then just, just never looked back. So now we look ahead. And Harvard this weekend, this Friday, takes on Cornell at home. Dangerous spot here because Cornell was a team that was rolling. They had a home loss, so they're trying to regroup. And Harvard, look, Harvard's coming off of a a very emotional win. It's a big win, but it is at home, and it is your Ivy League game of the week here. It's not a spot. It's By the way, it's on national TV. It's going to be on uh, broadcast on ESPN2, originally ESPN, but ESPN2. So it's not a spot that I expect to let down because of those things. Look, if this was a Saturday afternoon game uh, after that big emotional win, I would say, man, eh, maybe Harvard has a little bit of a letdown. But you can't have a letdown if you're on national TV and you're at home and it's a Friday night where you know that that Cambridge crowd gets a little crazy. No, no, no. I expect Harvard to win this game. I expect Harvard's defense to perform a lot better than they did last week. And the three turnovers were great. But I expect Harvard's defense to really step up here. And Jamison Wang is the X factor. We know that. Wang is going to be that, that dangerous guy. They just took care of Saluka, so it's almost like they've been preparing for two weeks for a guy like Wang. I like it a lot. I think McLaughlin's going to lead the way. I don't think that Cornell's going to be able to stop him on the ground at all. I do like Harvard here. I think that the line's probably going to be set a little bit higher than I would have liked it to be set uh, from a betting aspect because um, of the big win against Holy Cross, and that is a big national win against Holy Cross. 
going into Saturday. Brown takes on Rhode Island. Look, this Rhode Island team is pretty good. Um, Hill and McKenzie form a pretty good duo. Look, McKenzie's not getting a lot of yards, but he's got a lot of carries, so he's going to be the guy that they're going to keep running into the ground no matter what. Uh, Brown at home, I expect Brown to perform well, but Rhode Island's a really good team here, and and Hill is just fantastic. I mean, he, Hill is really fantastic. He's got like 1,500 yards passing in five games, right? So they're going to go to the air early. They're going to go to the air often, but if you're a Brown fan, he does make mistakes. Five games, he's got five turnovers, right? He does make mistakes, so you could force him into some mistakes. Columbia takes on Marist. Columbia was playing well. They've been playing really well. They just got to kind of get over the hump here. They take on a Marist team that is a beatable team. And that's the best thing you can say about this game. It's a beatable team. And I think we're going to know a little bit more about Columbia coming out of this game. I, I was kind of high on them. I like the way that they were performing. I still like their defense. I really like what they did to Princeton. Uh, but losing that game late in the fashion that they did, Comeback way that, that that happened. I wonder how that's going to affect these young kids. Georgetown traveling to Penn. Uh, you know, Sayin's the guy, obviously. Uh, but this is a Georgetown team that wants to run the ball all day. They haven't had a, a lot of effectiveness running the ball, but they want to run the ball all day. I think that feeds into what Penn wants to do here. I think uh, Penn is perfectly fine with a game like that. Princeton takes on Lafayette. Surprisingly, Lafayette's 4-1. and one, But... I got to be honest with you, I'm not I'm not overly impressed with them. This is a game that Princeton should win. This is a game that at home, I know Princeton has struggled, okay, but Princeton should win this game. With that being said, if you look at the eye test and you look at Princeton's three games, their offense can't get anything done. I mean, they really can't. Uh, the Princeton offense is uh, flat-out ugly at this point. And you start to look at what Lafayette did. They put up 56 last week, um, uh, 28 the week before that. They've held teams defensively, 22-23. Duke scored a bunch on them, and 14 against Sacred Heart. This is going to be another defensive struggle. It should be a game that Princeton wins, but I have no faith in Princeton right now. I have no faith in what the Tigers could uh, do at all. And then we have a good interconference game. Yale goes to Dartmouth to take on Dartmouth. Dartmouth uh, is a team that all of a sudden they're making us pay attention, right? And Yale's all one in the Ivy. They, They can't... If Yale has any ideas of a, of a conference championship this year, you cannot go to 0-2. This becomes one of those early season, oh, no, I'm not overreacting, an early season must-win, can I say? Can I call this a must-win for Yale? Look, if Dartmouth loses, it's okay. But this almost, almost becomes a must-win. Look, Grooms is the guy. We just talked about him, right? Grooms is tearing it up this year. He's got 604 yards passing in three games. He's got seven touchdowns in three games. He's only got one pick. That's the huge thing. Dartmouth is going to have to force some turnovers. I think that Dartmouth playing at home is a dangerous game. I think that they absolutely can win this game. This is a tough spot, but I think that Yale has to win the game, if that makes sense. Uh, Yale has a lot more riding on it. It's a tough road to go, on the road to go get that win, but I think they almost have to. They're going to be really interested in that game, and the uh, Harvard-Cornell game is going to tell us a lot on Friday night. ESPN2, you guys can tune in at 7 o'clock Eastern time. That's going to do it for me, everybody. What a good weekend there. Ivies. What a great week in the Ivies that we're looking forward to as well. Enjoy your week. Go check me out at TomBartonSports.com. Hope I come back next week with a lot more good news for the Ivy Leagues. Have a very good week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.